welcome to episode three of Side Note with Katya and Valentina. What have you been up to this week? Um, I've actually had a crazy week. Uh, so I started off by doing like a 24 hour fast on Monday, which I wanted you to join me, but you're like, oh, I forgot. Too lazy. (laughs) Which is totally fine, but I did that and I felt like great the rest of the week. Oh, really? Yeah. Like the next morning I noticed, like usually I have like the morning nose where it's like super clogged and it's congested, congested, Mm -hmm. but I woke up the next day, super excited, not congested. And I felt like really good. That's how I feel with like not eating carbs. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I have so much more energy in the morning. Like I literally, literally will get like six hours of sleep and like wake up and I'm like stoked to start my day. (laughs) Yeah. Like I was like super excited for like my first meal. I just did like a banana and something light because I didn't want to go from like eating nothing to having like a huge meal. Yeah. You have to start out slow because I feel like if you put too much in your body, like after not having anything, like your body's going to freak out. Get the runs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. You have to like stay home for like the next three hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry, I can't come into it. <laughs> yeah. I ate something bad. Um, yeah, but it was okay. I thought it was going to be a lot harder than it was, but it wasn't that bad. I think I just like distracted myself by like being really focused on work and then just like calling everyone. Like I called. Did you call me? I don't think you did. Okay. But I was like talking to Amy, I think for like three hours. Cause I was like, I just cannot think about food right now. Cause in the morning, like I had like a, like a weakness slip where my sister was like cooking food. Wait, by the way, we don't have anorexia. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. We're not promoting disordered eating. Yeah. Fasting is, it has many great benefits. It's very good for you. And it's been, it's used in religious practices as well as cultural. So and don't has, come for us yeah no it has a lot of like scientific research saying how like how much like how beneficial it is mm-hmm. to your body where it reduces like insulin resistance for sure and as one of them yeah it says it reduces like strokes diabetes heart disease like all of that mm-hmm. so it's not like i'm doing it to what? be skinny i think Which part of it not well, really actually no you just, let's let's just you just want your clothes to fit i want my clothes better. to fit <laughs> Um, well, also, I think that there's something to be said, like, fasting when you live in the U.S. Yeah. Probably is, like... So hard. You know, like, me and my mom were watching the show last night about, like, being a, a carnivore versus a vegetarian. And I'm like, I think that, like, when you live in the U.S., like, you could probably just benefit from, like, just not eating too much. Yeah. Of, like, this... You know, because everything here is so processed with, like, food coloring and um, pesticides. Yeah. And- I don't know, GMOs I don't think are, like, bad for you, but that's, like, a controversial topic that we could get into later. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm, like, a very (coughs) healthy girl. I love, like, getting, like, all the foods from, like, PCC. That's kind of, like, I guess the Seattle equivalent of, like, Air One in LA, Mm. where it's just, like, everything's super organic. Everything's $40 and good for you. Yeah. (laughs) So it's, like, worth it, in my opinion, because, you know, you're eating all the time. Why not eat something good for you? Well, wait, have you noticed too that the packaging on like healthy organic food is always like nicer to look at? Yeah. Like I feel like they care more about the aesthetic. And then like with like Doritos, like or, like flaming hot Cheetos, it's like neon orange and like green and like and they all these had graphics. It for a while too. They never they like really rebranded. It up. Yeah. 
And you know, it's 2024. They could make it like prettier. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no. Because even uh, I was like reading this article that was saying how like a lot of, okay, even though it is more like aesthetically pleasing to look at, that they're all kind of having like the same vibe with what? the packaging. Just like super colorful. The flaming honey. I don't know. Like the, like the brands that. For like Whole Foods and PCC. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't, also, I just don't think that, like if you're getting like, I don't know, what, what is it? Like tortilla chips from Whole Foods versus like QFC. I feel like there's not really that much of a difference. Like they're both yeah. processed. They're both made in a factory. They're both like corn and. Yeah. It's like made salt. from the same yeah. thing. It just like looks prettier, but you know, I I still stand by what I said. I feel like, yeah, <laughs> like packaging matters. Yeah, exactly. And that's on marketing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was actually supposed to go to Eastern Washington this week. I'm so glad you didn't. Um, I was supposed to go ice fishing, which for those who know me, like I, that is not something I would particularly do in my free time. Uh, but my dad's friend was like, oh, he has a lake house. And he was like, oh, you guys can stay if you want. Uh, can I come with you next time? I think so. You should invite me. I think my brother was going to invite his friends. So I was like, oh, maybe I can invite mm, Katya. Yeah. So it'll be like fun. But anyways, the trip kind of like fell apart. Cause like my mom like sprained her ankle. Then my brother was like, oh, I don't know if I can like want to go. And then my dad was saying how it's like too warm. So now we can't go ice fishing. And then like the passes to get there. And we we're just like, never mind. Which was kind of bummer, but instead I just like really took like a self care weekend. Did my like little clay mask, uh, hair mask, you know, all the masks. So I feel alive again. So instead of like an everything shower, you had like an everything weekend. Yeah, yeah. pretty That's much. Nice. What were you up to this week? As we discussed in our last episode, I had my first corporate holiday party last weekend. (laughs) And I went too. Yeah, of course, like, I had, so I had Valentina. And I kind of wanted to run through, like, the highlights and, like, the not-so-highlights. So So I want to start off with, like, you know, you get in there, everyone has their name tags on, and then there was, like, this, like, shark, like, huge charcuterie board that was, like, hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, it was, like, a floating one. Yeah, and, like, I like the concept, but then, like, every time you actually, like, were hungry and wanted to grab something, it was, like, swinging around and, like, hitting people and, like, I don't know, like, it just got, like, kind of gross, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it kind of started, like, mixed together. and And I was, like, getting scared that it would just, like, plop. And like fall all over the place. Well, also, uh, they had like the tongs, like to grab stuff with. Yeah, and but they didn't have but they put the tongs on top of like the salami. So like on to- like right on top. It's not like off to the side. Oh. Like you, you're like people's fingers have to <laughs> touch Ew. the. So I don't know. There was that that um, I would say probably my favorite part was doing the macarena. Okay, that was the so dancing fun. was actually great. Like some people get like kind of crazy like during the previous like corporate holiday parties I went to, but this was like relatively wholesome. Well, it was wholesome. <laughs> like there was no grinding. There. Happening. there was like a clubbing situation that happened afterwards, but we actually did not go to the club, which I'm very proud. Me too. Um, there was also a magician there who made me like do a bunch of math on my phone, like with the calculator app. And yeah. then like, was able to guess my passcode, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. And I'm Don't like, date a magician, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, Valentina ended up knowing him personally. Too. No, I went to school with his sister. And it was, like, weird. As soon as I looked at his face, I was like, oh, he has the exact same face as this girl. 
And I, I always find that like so fascinating where I'm like, okay, I have like two older sisters. So I wonder if like someone like looks at me who knows like my sisters, if they're like, oh yeah, like you're definitely related. Well, yeah, I'd say you and your sister do like, you like you're different, but you do have like kind the of the same, same face. face. Yeah. yeah. I um, heard we sound the same as well. We just all sound the same. I think we all sound the same. (laughs) Does that mean I sound like your sister too? Probably, yeah. What else happened at the holiday party? Well, so there was a trapeze show, which I guess is like a bunch of like uh, muscular people like jumping around on like a net and like swinging. And I don't know. I It was okay. Like it was cool. It was like 15 minutes long. It was really short. And I think what I liked about it was... You know, I like seeing, like, the physical performance. Like, I like seeing people do, like, cool shit with their body. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was also kind of like, uh, I want to go back to dancing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why is there, like, they made us... And then someone stole my drink tickets. Oh, some girl stole my drink. Yeah. That was, <laughs> I was weird. like, what is yeah, going on? That was odd. Um, yeah, well, I guess we have a thief amongst us. I know. Uh, <laughs> a savage. <laughs> Yeah, and that was it. Yeah, and then I guess, like, a bunch of my coworkers ended up going to the club afterwards, and, like, my cousin was there, too, and wanted me to go, but we ended up going to, like, a bar. Sam's Tavern in yeah. South Lake Union Yeah, uh, to meet up with some of my friends, and it was, that was all right. I don't yeah. know. I think, I've, like, I've gotten to a point where it's, like, I kind of just want to go home. Like, my that feet hurt. Was the, the Manolo Blahniks are, like, not carrying me right now, you know? No, I was kind of on the same vibe. I just like, you know, I like to think like, oh, I want to go out and have fun. And then I do that. And then I'm like, I'd rather be in my silk pajamas, <laughs> in my 100% cotton linens, I'm like, just like relaxed. I'm like, I want to go home and eat my pepperoni. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I went home and I ate pepperoni and then I passed out. Yeah. That was, that was nice. Dude, I like, love a great pepperoni way. too. Well... It was like, okay, so my mom, okay. Explain I didn't tell yourself. you this. Yeah. So I came home. It was like 2 a.m. Okay. And my mom had just baked a pizza. Oh. And so I ate the pepperoni of the pizza oh, and went dude. to bed. My brother gets so mad at me when I do that. Like, he's literally yelled at me multiple times for doing that. Well, I think I don't want the gluten, you know? No, exactly. Cheese. Yeah. I was like, uh, well, it's not my pizza. Yeah. My mom didn't even notice. Oh, <laughs> so <weird. laughs> So, as I've said before, there a is a win thief is a win. amongst us. Yeah, a win is a win. Um, yeah, I don't know. My stepdad also came back from Pakistan, and he dropped off, like, a bunch of cashmere and pashmina scarves. Ooh. I guess they're super cheap in Pakistan. It's, like, a dollar. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, yeah, but you still have to, like, buy the plane tickets to Pakistan. You still have to, like, go Yeah, there. that's the thing where... I like whenever I'm traveling to someone, like I try to like know like how to get a good deal. Like for example, when you're going to Europe, like if you're already go, like I would yeah, go there to just go get specifically. But could you imagine <laughs> buying, spending like a thousand dollars just to get a dollar <laughs> scarf? Yeah, yeah. That's like girl math. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Uh, well, it's also like I went to Bali a couple years ago, and I remember uh, like they had so much like fake designer. Oh. Too? That's, like, every tourist spot. Like, yeah. Barcelona, Paris. They'll be, like, Louis Vuitton. And, like, New York Canal Street. Like, just a ton of fakes. Granted, some of them are good fakes. I've been also, as I mentioned in the last episode, been reading The Unbearable Lightness of Being by Milan Kundera. Um, and so far, so good. I didn't realize that I would resonate a lot with some of the 
characters in the book. I don't know. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but... Wait, uh, but now I'm curious. Which... So, okay. It What's starts... like a brief synopsis? There's like a, a married couple, right? And like the woman's so down bad over the man and he loves his wife, but he also is like having an affair with like this artist, oh. right? Named Sabina. Okay. And uh, unbeknownst to him, Sabina also has another partner who also has a wife. Oh. So it's like this weird, so there's like a love triangle, but it's like five people are involved. That's insane. Right? Yeah. And so... Um, That's like so much work. I could barely stand Not for like, Sabina. I mean, I know, she's right? just, like, is an artist, like, living and doing her thing. I'm not saying that that's me. I'm not yeah. saying that, <laughs> like, have, you know, the other woman. But, like, no, there's just, like, they go into, like, the emotional state of everybody. And I felt like there's oh. some points that I could, like, relate to. With Sabine, the artist? or which Actually, yeah. Okay. Like, with her. You know what I mean? Like, I think that... Not... As I, I do want to stress, like, I'm not, I've never been in a situation like that, but it's just, it's more of, like, her, I guess, like, outlook on life, I felt like I could kind of relate to, oh. and then there's also, like, some familial, like, family matters that I also felt like I could relate to with uh, one of the women that was, like, getting cheated on, mm. like, her relationship with, like, her family members, you know, not that I'm, like, whatever, but... I don't know, like, there was just, like, I didn't expect that. Like, I just thought it was going to be, like, a some book to, like, take my mind off things. And yeah. then now I'm, like, wait, this you is literally, like, like to it. yeah. And um, the beginning of the book, it starts off very, like, philosophical, which it was, like, too much for me at first. So I'm kind of, like, oh, like, I, I don't know about this one. But there was something that I read that kind of changed my perspective on things. So just a quick little quote. The heavier the burden, the closer our lives come to earth, the more real and truthful they become. So basically at the beginning of the book, he, the author is talking about like light versus heavy Mm -hmm. and negative versus positive. Mm -hmm. So what I took away from that is like when you're floating through life, like very like light, like you don't have problems, like versus like when you are someone that does have like a lot on your plate, like a lot of burdens, Mm -hmm. you know, like he's basically arguing like which one really is better Mm -hmm. like which one makes you more real Mm -hmm. which one establishes you on earth does that make sense so it's like thinking like when you have a life that has like a lot of like real problems in a way you really are living life like you have things that are affecting you you're affecting other people like you're more entangled with with life does that make sense but like it's almost like if you're staying home all the time or like kind of staying does that make sense? Yeah, like, it does. But I feel like there does come a point, like, in my perspective, like, okay, if you've been through a lot, you overcome it, whatever trauma that, like, resulted from that, and now you just want to be late and just, like, enjoy your life. Well, no, of course. I, I mean, I'm not saying, like, you should go out and, like, seek drama. It mm-hmm. just It's more of just, like, the way that you think about your problem. Like, instead of thinking about the actual problem, he, he's kind of, he's talking about having the problem to begin with Mm. does that make sense yeah no i understand like that perspective but i'm just like thinking more of along so along the lines of like i'd rather have like my peace no of course well no yeah nobody wants to have i know but i know it just like (laughs) happens but i'd rather like focus on like okay well let me let me put it this way so something that someone in my life used to always say is that and it's a very common quote it's a rolling stone gathers no moss Mm -hmm. For me, it kind of gives, like, player vibes, where it's, like, you're always traveling, you're on the go, like, you don't really have, like, connections with people, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, you're just, like, kind of free to, like, do as you please. Mm -hmm. And, like, 
they would always kind of say it in like this like positive way but then when I really thought about it I'm like that kind of sucks yeah because you're looking for like meaning in all these places like and for the, example, and not getting any exactly yeah. like if you're going out and partying and not that I'm against like partying but it's more just like I feel like you're searching for something deeper that doesn't exist like in the club which don't get me wrong it's fun every time every once in a while but I feel like if you don't have like you kind of get in a, stuck in a cycle of just like partying wanting to be the best dressed going to the best parties which it can be like fun for a while but then it's just like it's a life of no em- one genuinely like cares for you is it's, what I it's a like. life of emptiness and I think to me it's also like if you put it this way like imagine like you're a player like you you know do like the one night stands or whatever you know what I mean and then you go home like you go home and you sleep yeah. by yourself no one's there to like make you breakfast in the morning or whatever versus being married to someone for like 20 years you guys get a divorce but mm-hmm. if you're like sick they'll come and take care of you like yeah. which one's better yeah <laughs> you know, like they like kind of both suck, <laughs> yeah in their own ways no I think about that too yeah. but I think for me like I like because everyone goes through hardships in life I feel like I would want someone who like genuinely cares like even if the relationship didn't work out and like we get divorced if like something happens to me like I still like want you to be there for me that's how my mom and dad's relationship was too. Like, yeah. Uh, like, like I still expect that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he'd come and pick me up and like would drop off like shit from my mom. Exactly. One time he bought her like a new sink and Aww. she was pissed because she had to like do it herself. Oh. Like, he wouldn't <laughs> do it. But um, I guess I also kind of had like a little rest and relaxation yesterday. Like I went to oh, the yeah. spa. God, the Korean so spa. Nice. Um. Well, it was annoying because it was really busy for a Saturday, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I kind of expected that, but um, I don't know. I'll go more in depth with, like, the Korean spa next week when we discuss oh. self-care. Yay. Um, but, yeah, it was a good time. I felt like I felt like I was, like, floating for the rest of the day. Oh, that's good. You know? Just keeping it light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I wish you were there with me because, like, they also have, like, a restaurant in the spa. <sighs> like, Korean food. Okay. We actually, like, need to plan that out. But uh, one thing I will speak too and this experience is like I thought it was really interesting being on the opposite side of the spectrum where I'm like naked with like a bunch of other naked women and like I'm like on display for them you know and like, <laughs> like getting worked out yeah yeah but like not in like a sexual Weird way, way. Yeah. yeah it was just kind of like I don't know just like admiration it was different yeah. yeah it was different and admiration I guess so and um this is what I love about females where it's just like it's not so like sexualized it's very just like oh like she has such a beautiful body and like that's it just like in my- yeah yeah <laughs> but okay if we do go to the korean spa like we're gonna be naked together just so you know like, and i don't i don't yeah, care neither well we've been well, I, yeah we've ha- seen- <laughs> <laughs> we're not less wait yeah exactly yeah <laughs> um yeah so i guess that's my week i guess that kind of goes into um our our topic for today, which is like fashion, fashion inspiration. So I guess I'll start with you, Valentina. What are you uh what are you inspired by? What speaks to you in a closet? What's been speaking to me? Okay, I have been like fixated on a few things, specifically like the light colored pink. Like I've been like noticing blush. Yes, mm-hmm. like that pink right there. Uh, I'm I have an well, obsession. Uh, yeah, no, I do too. Like I went to Wells Fargo, like, a few weeks ago, and this woman had, like, the light pink 
Lululemon calls it strawberry milkshake. And I think that's a great way of like saying that, that color because there's some people don't get the right color. And I'm like, no, the shade is so important. But she had like these post-its that were like the strawberry milkshake color. Purchased like a them. glossier. Yes. Yeah. Purchased them for the office business expense. Yes. Uh, so, because you complimented me on my Lula, my strawberry milkshake Lululemon workout top. Yeah. So now, okay. Right. Yeah, no, I'm like very like fixated on that pink and I notice it everywhere where I'm just like, I have to have it now. Yeah, it's a really good color. It's very like, it's giving like pink Pilates princess. Yes. And I feel like I always kind of go through phases with colors. Like last year, I was really obsessed with like this shade called- I love the- how you're saying this and she's literally wearing all black today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but this is like, this is actually like my work outfit. Yeah. But I just- I still think it's a cute outfit. You know what I mean? It's mm. very chic. You're giving Audrey Hepburn today. Yay. Okay, perfect. Um, but yeah, I always go through phases with like my colors. Like last year, I was very obsessed with this like green caviar color. Um, like an emerald green? Yeah. Mm. Or like a forest. I don't really like green at all. Well, it's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever seen like my Chanel wallet. No. It's like that color green. Come out those pockets. Let's see the wallet. <laughs> and then oh, I, this like that's like a, no, that's a Kelly. That's Hermes Kelly green. Okay, that's what that is. Well, Chanel calls it green caviar. But anyways, I also had like green sweatpants that I was like very fixated on. I know. Now that I look back, I'm like, what the fuck was it? <laughs> but you She's know, going I was... from like a Chanel wallet to like green sweats <laughs> from Aritzia. Oh, different. they were like boyfriend. Okay, okay. Like they were like still cute. Like during I haven't been to Aritzia in so long. I want to go. I actually hate Aritzia. Why? I don't know. I just feel like the pieces are just so like generic. Every girl has them. It's very like this clean girl look. And I you know I kind of feel that I don't like the clean girl it's, look. It's like Nordstrom girl vibe. I feel like like the clean girl look. You know what I mean? Like there's it's like, like a too generic way, like slicked back hair and with I, like the leather pants and like a yeah something brown and i'm sorry like half the time like it's not flattering like i tried on those melinda plants that that went viral last year or like, a few years ago yeah they looked so awful they Dude, make they, your butt look saggy wait, you know they're not good when people on reddit are posting about it <laughs> you know what i mean like if someone on reddit is like look at my melinda pants and like okay so. no and i tried them on i'm like they look so awful i don't understand the hype and i think they were like a low rise i can't remember exactly but like if you're gonna wear leather pants i feel like you kind of have to go towards like more vintage like 90s era leather pants like you can't go to Nordstrom's and buy like a fresh clean pair I feel like you need to go and get like the cool like worn in worn in like low rise like you slept in them like you went you know out like kind of vibes does that make sense no I definitely agree because sometimes like it just looks way better than purchasing it right off it's like the aesthetic that you're going for like I would wear like a low rise leather pants like boot cut with like a baby tee yeah you know what i mean like, i'm not gonna cute. wear it with like a cream blouse yeah and, like, <laughs> like sometimes people do that and i'm like what are you doing like i'm sorry it's like giving nordstrom oh like, in my opinion oh yeah you know what i mean yeah um and i would say like the last like thing i'm like really fixated on is having no labels on my clothing i feel like before i used to like be a brand whore and be like yeah like 
my North Face jacket, my Montclair, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just really focused on like high quality forever pieces. I think I've touched on this a little bit before about like creating a forever closet with very good material. Cause I feel like not like, don't get me wrong. I feel like when I used to go out a lot more, I would buy like cheap polyester shirts or whatever that I could just like throw away or donate or whatever. But now since that air is over, I've been fixated more on getting really nice pieces. I will say this though. I do kind of, and maybe it's just me, but I do like uh, like Murakami's Louis Vuitton um, pattern. Like I kind of like those, you know. Like I like like some patterns. Like I don't like a full outfit full of like clashing patterns. And, like, it can be done super for... busy, but if it's like a little accessory, just like a little like something, you know, like that's cool. But I will argue I don't like Goyards. Like I think yeah, like Goyard is cool because originally back in the day those were the little dots like on the patterns were hand. Painted. painted you know now they just use i think they just go through a factory now pretty you know, much they yeah. do with like everything nowadays but yeah i don't know that's yeah, I know. that's where i draw the line there's like something that's like so don't get me wrong i do like love a good pattern like i think your burberry um shoulder bag like that's done very like tastefully someone called me out they're like i love how i'm like on all your photos you have that bag and like i love that bag but i'm like is that a backhanded compliment like it kind of does feel like that, yeah. but it is a really cute bag. I just need to get a new one, but I it's don't. Fine. I don't really care for Burberry. I just got it because like my friend kind of plugged me with it. Oh, shout out to Ari. But <laughs> no, it's really cute. Yeah, so I've just been really fixated on that light pink color and just creating like my forever closet with no labels. Yeah. I would say for me. There was this quote that I used to really, I guess, identify with by Rick Owens. He said, working out is modern couture. No outfit is going to make you look or feel as good as having a fit body. Buy less clothing and go to the gym instead. And it's kind of controversial for sure. And like, he didn't have to go that hard. But at the same time, like, I think now... I feel a little bit different about it because, like, I love my body, yeah. but I just don't like my closet. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, if I had all the money in the world, though, like, mm-hmm. I definitely, uh, I would, I don't know, I guess I would just draw inspiration from, like, Bella Hadid. Mm-hmm. You know, she's kind of got this, like, dark femme fashion athleisure vibe. And uh, I guess she claims she hasn't had a stylist for, like, the past two years. And then before that, she had. Mimi Cottrell and Elizabeth Sulcer dressing her. But when I go back, like, I guess previous to these two years, and I see, like, how they were fitting her, I'm not really, like... It just seems, like, a little bit generic, mm. you know? And I think Elizabeth Sulcer, I mean, she worked under Alexander McQueen and worked a ton with Vogue. Uh, and then Mimi Cottrell, I think she styled Ariana Grande and, like, other people I don't care about. But um, I don't know. It just seemed very, like, clean-cut, as opposed to now, you know, where it's, like, kind of random. And she she shops through, like, a lot of independent, like, Depop mm-hmm. people. And, oh. like, she wears, like, random, like, Ukrainian brands that no one's ever heard of. And, oh, I you know, that, Yeah, and, like, she's put some businesses on the map. So, you know, like, it's not only does she look cool, but, like, the way that she goes about it is yeah. cool. And um, I think what I like about her aesthetic, though, too, is, like, she wears a lot of, like, vintage designer. You know, she wears, like, a lot of, like, Jean-Paul Gaultier um, I guess like old, older Balenciaga, um, 
I guess like, I don't know, I just like that. Like Vivian Westwood too. I, I also, I guess I'd say a lot of like my inspiration comes from like 90s movies and like 90s Same. ads. Yeah, like 90s like Dior ads and Diesel even like went hard. Well, like Mew Mew. I've been like watching a lot of like 1960s like French films mm. and just like looking at their style, like they're so Okay, cheap. but you didn't know who Bridget Bardot was. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm learning. But like it's funny because right now those like burgundy tights are so in and I'm watching this 1960s like French film it's called a woman is a woman and she's wearing like burgundy tights and it's just so funny how like circle like fashion always circles itself yeah and just like kind of like brings back like new items so that's where I've been getting like a lot of like my inspiration well I think like with art you know well fashion is art Mm -hmm. and art kind of replicates art yeah you know what I mean like people are always drawing inspiration from something else exactly like I, I almost feel like no idea is really like original 1000 yeah so I think fashion is just the same way where like okay we look back at like the 90s and the 80s so let's draw inspiration from that but like make it different I'm not gonna say make it better like more of like a modern twist yeah it's always like a slight little variation yeah exactly and I think that's cool and then I you know I'm curious to see like in like 40 years how like what's gonna happen yeah there. you know what I mean we're gonna be like what I feel like Gen Z really, I don't know. I feel like Gen Z is kind of going into, and I don't know if this is like my thing, which is why I think everyone is kind of thinking like this, but like, I feel like for Gen Z, they care more about the quality of items too. And I don't know if this is just me thinking for everyone, but I feel like, no. I disagree. Oh Cause like, look at Shein, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like Shein <sighs> and like true. Alibaba and, uh, DH gay like a lot of people are, are like fast fashion I guess like what is what are those there's like those random internet brands yeah I like the on Temu Instagram. brand too yeah well I don't know I just feel like well I think maybe I only feel like this is because my like TikTok for you page is like yeah fast fashion is gross like by high quality yeah. so it makes me feel like everyone is thinking like yeah. the same thing so maybe I'm wrong but I don't know I feel like they're definitely more aware of it who knows? I think I just love like vintage clothes. Like I think that's what I care about. Mm-hmm. And the what I like about vintage clothes is like they didn't work as much with like synthetic fabric as we do now. You know? So like a lot of those vintage pieces are going to last they're going to outlive you, you know? Like and then someone else is going to be wearing it in like pass years. it down to your yeah. kids. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, I guess there's quality, right? But then there's also uniqueness too. Like when I go thrifting, there's been so many times where I found just such an obscure piece of clothing and I'm like, dude, literally nobody else has this. And that's what I love about it is it's a lot more original than like going and buying like the next drop of skims or like easy. Yeah, well, because even like, okay, I don't get me wrong. I do like some of skim stuff, but like their material yeah, is so thin. Yeah. And I know like within a year, it's like just gonna disintegrate. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just like, it is like cute. Don't get me wrong. I do like buying like trendy pieces every now and then, but I do also love like a good little vintage moment as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love like vintage Prada. Like I love like the little, uh, purses and like kitten heels i used to have a pair of product kitten heels and i freaking like i regret i sold them to crossroads well i got them at crossroads Mm -hmm. and then i sold them back and i was like dude i always regret when i sell my clothes because i'm like i should have just kept it because a lot of the times it comes back in style 
like for example I like had the aloe tennis skirt and now I'm actually gonna be like taking tennis classes and I'm like I need that bad I love aloe me too yeah, I love aloe yoga and also oh, there's another brand too there's this one like British brand uh Adenola I know like no one's ever heard of it before so I guess I should have just gate kept it so never mind <laughs> actually I don't know what sucks but um, yeah I get a lot of my shit from there like when I'm working out and they have like a lot of cute like two-piece sets and it kind of is like giving skims but nobody knows who they are and the price point's different so that's why I like that. Wait is it cheaper? Yeah. Oh. Yeah well if it was more expensive I'd just buy skims. Okay. <laughs> um, but I would also say like vintage like Dolce & Gabbana so I know that they're kind of a controversial brand now too but um I think I just love, like, the vibe of, like, the early 90s and, like, early 2000s was, like, you could be dark, you know, Mm -hmm. or you could have, like, kind of, like, that cool, like, I guess, like, grungy vibe, which I've said in the past I don't really like, but I think if done tastefully, it's good. Mm -hmm. Like, you can have that aesthetic, but you could also make it, like, feminine. Like a dark feminine feminine vampire. No, because that's giving romantic. And, like, I think there's a time and a place for, like, being, like, romantic. That's probably what I'll be for Valentine's Day. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get into that. But uh, I think... I don't know. And, like, I I think the hard part about being inspired by fashion is trying to, like, nail down, like, what my aesthetic is. And I think that's something I still struggle with because, first off, like, I definitely think seasonally, like, my my style changes so much. Like, in the summer, I would say I definitely kind of give more of, like, a... Uh, I don't know, like, preppy, like, summery, like, light, like, what's that one? Like, mirror, pal- mirror palace, oh. mirror palace kind of vibe. But mm-hmm. then, like, in the winter, it's like, uh, I don't even know. No, I get what you mean. And this is, there was, like, a post on TikTok that went viral where she was just like, you guys need to stop finding, like, following trends and, like, kind of create your own personality with your own clothes. Because, for example, like, when I try on something that's, like, trendy, it doesn't always look good on my body. And I feel like you should just focus more on, like, shopping with what works for your, like, body and, like, what looks good. Well, I think the hard part, though, too, is, like, things from different genres, I'll Mm -hmm. say, can, like, look good on my body. It's just, like, I don't know which one I want to stick with, you know? And, like, I guess, like, that's the thing about it, too, is, like, maybe I don't have to just be one. Like, I could... Exactly. You know, I feel like even if you, like, look on my Instagram, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, where is she at with this right now? Like, what is she doing? But I kind of love that. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, humans were multifaceted, and, like, sometimes, like, I feel like being, like, that super preppy, bright-colored girl, but sometimes I just want a good all-black outfit. I've been kind of feeling the old money vibes lately. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like that, like, old money, like, preppy vibe. But then I also feel like it attracts, like, a certain kind of, like, person that I don't want. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really want, like, the finance bro, like, thing. But I don't know. I I guess it depends on my mood at the end of the day. Exactly. Like, Like, feelings change. But yeah, so vintage Dolce Gabbana. Definitely love Jean-Paul Gaultier. I went... Oh yeah, so one thing I forgot to mention, when I went to LA, mm-hmm. I went to this like other like vintage pop-up called Inspiration, mm-hmm. and I actually bought uh, a JPG. Like It's like a red mesh top, mm-hmm. right? So it was see-through, but it had like cool like patchwork on it. I got it for like $300, oh, and then I think I sold it to my ex for $300. Or no, I think maybe we traded because he has like some vintage stuff that I liked, but, uh, it was also like a double XL. Oh, I know. So, but 
like that's the thing with me is like if I just really want something like I don't care about the factors I just want it whoa you know what I mean just want it to even if it doesn't like fit you yeah whoa well okay I don't do that anymore like that was a stupid financial decision but okay long story short that's another thing I did in LA because I forgot completely about that moment but um Okay, so yeah, JPG, I love Dior, specifically their accessories, so like the Dior like saddle bag, or the Lady oh, Dior so cute. bag. Oh, yeah. Those like, ones, like, I think they're, I could be wrong, but I think they're like $9,000 if you buy them retail, which is insane. But they don't have a good resale value is what I've heard. We used Lady to carry Dior. them, at, well, we've carried a few at uh, the consignment shop that I used to work at. I don't remember what the what we resold it for. I want to say it really depends on the quality too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think for like highly sought after trendy pieces like that, even if they're not in style anymore, we can still kind of mark them up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. I can't really give a number though. Maybe like three thousand. Okay. Um, and then Bottega Veneta, but specifically when Daniel Lee was the creative director. Okay. So he was. I think he started in 2019. They have a new one now, uh, starting 2022 with uh, Matthew Blasey. So I haven't really been paying attention to Bottega lately. I don't really like that brand. I don't care. <laughs> I it was just totally fine. Um, well, there, it's like very like. I, I guess like it, it was. It, I think they almost like started like the clean girl aesthetic. Like they had like the leather woven bag with like the high waisted blue jeans and like a white tank top and like, you know, whatever those sandals were that like, the, like they had the like heels. the strappy sandal. Yeah, and uh, you know slicked back hair and like the clean skin with minimal makeup. Like I want to say Bottega started it, mm-hmm. and then now it turned into like Nordstrom. Oh, that <laughs> Nordstrom Maritzia. No, that like reminds me of like the. Uh, movie Devil Wears Prada where you know Anna Winter quote-unquote was just like yeah it always starts with the luxury brands and then every other like designer beneath them like replicates it yeah until it goes down and then you can buy it on Amazon for for like nineteen dollars yeah exactly um okay and then another brand that I I don't I always forget that they exist but I love every you know every time they drop something Giacomo so Giacomo, I think that's like that's where my like preppy like tennis skirt like uh, finance <laughs> bro like aesthetic goes in. You know, I, I don't, don't know. really like that brand either. It's giving. I think that you just don't know. No, it's giving like, like well, BBL energy. Giacomo is yeah, absolutely not. Have you not seen like the girls in Miami? Yeah, but that's Miami. Miami sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's no. Like, everybody in Miami is giving BBL energy. Just no, like, but okay. Well, first off, I will say Bella Hadid. I'm pretty sure she walked for them, and she looked like a goddess. Well, and she, she was not giving Miami. I think it just depends on like. But I feel like the clientele that typically goes after is like the BBL girl. I really don't think so. Like, I'm like actually bad, offended. And I think this might be bad. our first argument, dude. I'm actually offended. Like, no. The girlies know what I'm talking about with the bag, with, like, the obnoxious handle. It looks so tacky. Okay, pull up a photo right now. I don't believe you. Like, this is what sucks about designer brands is, like, the only people that can afford them are, like, BBL Miami people. So, of course, they're <laughs> going to ruin it. But I would say that I think with Miami, it's more of, like, a like a BCBG Mazaria, like, that Armenian brand. This one girl I went to high school with. Okay, she would wear, like, the super obnoxious... Like this one. 
Well, okay, so like, oh my god, dude, but that doesn't. But they have like the big. So ones. she's talking about the La Chiquito bag. Okay, so all designers are gonna put out some stuff for people to buy. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna but make. They're so. I'm talking okay. about the clothing specifically when it comes to Giacomo. Okay, and then I did buy like a few pieces from them too, and it only looks good on like certain body types. Like I tried on a few pieces and it did not look good. I don't know. Like I just I like that vibe. Like I think that's cute. Like, it is cute, but that's just, like, one of the pieces. Okay, well, I don't really like Chanel, so... Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Especially now. By your time. Chanel, 90s Chanel <laughs> By your cool. time. Chanel, like, 90s Chanel or early 2000s is cool when their quality was good, but no, now I it's, like... Agree. Well, I would it. never get, like, a Chanel, like, suit. I just don't... Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, some designers are going to put out stuff that, like, you don't like... And then sometimes you're gonna make a whole collection that's like, wow, I actually would wear everything here. And it depends on how you style it too. You okay, know? it is true, but I no, stand we're by what I now. said. <laughs> fucking beefing. Um, and then last thing I wanted to throw out was like for hair and makeup, like my inspo, literally Victoria's Secret. Mine too. Yeah, like Victoria's Secret, like Angel specifically. Yeah, like I like love really like the good skin, the blowout, glowy, mm. like bronzy look. Bron yeah, natural. Exactly. Like I hate matte makeup. I think matte looks Dude, bad. Yeah, I used to love to wear matte. I think it looked like, good for some reason, and now I look back and I'm like, what was I thinking? Like matte highlighter too. I'm like, why? Dude, I used to wear like. Like chokers, fake eyelashes, eyeliner, like every single day. You used to have the eyelash extensions. Like, wh wh what? what was I on? And I would listen. But that was the trend back then. That's why yeah. you don't follow trends because then you look back and you're like, this sucks. No, and that's exactly why I am the way I am now. Because um, I'm like, that was like not me. I was just like following the trends. Yeah, that's a thing. You know, originally. But I lived in that moment, not gonna lie. I was like in my King Kylie era. I was kind of like, I was like very hype bay, uh -huh. is what they would say. Like, so I used to have a Young Lean blade obsession uh, and like a lot of like Swedish, like underground music obsession era. SoundCloud, like, yeah, you used you know, to make music too, right? Yeah, yeah, I used to make little beats and I stand by them to this day. No, um, I used like to listen love to them. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, what's the name of that one? Chicken Nugget? Dry, dry ass chicken nugget ass. that one okay there was an app on my phone that i just could it's like a mixing board and you could just like make random like press random buttons and like make beats and i just did that and then i uploaded it to soundcloud and then microwave like i was like eating lunch at the time and it was literally just chicken nuggets uh -huh. and so i just took a picture of that and made it like the icon no but it. i like love that i think that's really funny and that's be and it was being, a good song that's on being original yeah, yeah thank you is that your favorite one really I think so yeah God, that's like that took like the least amount of effort. I feel like when you least expect for the song to like go viral or for people to like it, like that's when it happens, when it's like the least amount of effort. I think, yeah, I think the more you detach. Exactly. That's on, yeah, that's on the law of detachment. Exactly. Right uh, which we will also get into next week. Um, no, but anyways, yeah, so I, for some reason, was just like obsessed with Young Lean. And then uh, I kind of just no noticed like a lot of the clothes that they were wearing was really interesting to me because, you know, growing up in like a small town, everyone's wearing like Forever 21 and, and whatever. And uh, so I started to kind of research like what they were wearing. And a lot of it was like obscure brands or like not even like just Gucci or Prada or Louis Vuitton, like those the high end houses, but like 
I don't know, like there was this one brand like Detox. It was like D E T T O K. They're not in existence anymore, but they had a, like a lot of really cool like accessories and and clothes, and they would wear a lot of that. And I think well now it's like a golf sportswear line, which also is cool, but they don't really drop anything. Mm. But yeah, so that's kind of where it started, and then now it's kind of grown into a life of its own. And I feel like at the end of the day, like I'm always looking for vintage or things that aren't like super trendy mm-hmm. also same um, you know what i mean like i like the independent like depop stories but depop now too i think is so oversaturated but i guess that brings us on to fragrances Ooh. fragrance or Fra- fragrance i think it's fragrance okay did i say it wrong i don't know well i'm not well, the one to ask because i thought it was arugula but i guess it's arugula arugula this whole time so <laughs> i don't know no it's fine for me i just find it fascinating when like People are like, oh, it's supposed to be like this. But I'm like, okay, Shakespeare literally made up his own words. Why can't I do the same? Well, also, like, it sounds better. I don't really like arugula. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's gross. Like, fra- fragrance. It's like fragrance. Yeah. You know, plague or plague. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, like, you should make your own language. Yeah, exactly. And, like, people are like, oh. I'm like, I don't care. This is my world. This is my podcast. Uh, yeah, just whatever sounds prettier. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry for this podcast. It's... Fragrance. Yes. Okay. So what are you what are you what are you rocking with lately? <laughs> okay, so I'm actually like really fixated on fragrances right now too. Um so I really stand by this, but I think you should always have like three different like fragrances to rotate through. I think you should always have like your everyday one that is just like kind of like your classic smell. Your signature. Yes. A funky one, and then like a date night slash special occasion one. So my uh, everyday that I've been wearing uh, is this Joe Malone Nectarine Blossom and Honey, and it's a very like light oh. floral. Um, I don't want my like bathroom to smell like this. Yeah, <laughs> not in a mean way. No, it's okay. I. It doesn't last too long. Like I think within like two hours like you don't really smell it anymore well, that's what they say about Le Labo uh one the, of my friends told me the other night that it's water-based so it makes it so it doesn't last as long throughout the day and I'm like I'm not paying 300 dollars for something that's wait, not gonna last that's actually so weird because I have been like playing with like uh Santal 33 and when I spray that it like lasts forever yeah like the whole day like I just smell myself to the point where I'm like getting a headache and I'm getting irritated Maybe it smells like soap now, but yeah, that smells like that doesn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I wash my hands. Okay. okay. Um, I also love like the pear. You remember this one? No. What do you mean? Is there a story behind this one? Yeah, we were like in the airport together. Oh my god! <laughs> and she was like, "Who is wearing this damn perfume? No. It smells so bad." No. And I was like, "Oh, we were getting it's me." No, we were getting back from the lounge. And uh, we, I got in the elevator, and like some guy got off as we got on, and I'm like, Jesus, that guy wore so much <laughs> And perfume. it was me. Yeah. And I was just super silent, just standing there awkwardly. Okay, I felt really bad about it for what it's I know, it's but... fine. I was just like, oh, well, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> we did, and then I felt bad. No, you it's did. okay, because well, I... Well, you brought it up like two days later. Yeah, like I'm never going to say it in elevator. the moment. Yeah. Um, but I think I sprayed it on too many times that morning, and so I was like, okay, like... 
Because sometimes you can't really smell it on yourself. And I always say this, like, two to three sprays maximum. Like, mm-hmm. Do not do that fourth or fifth spray. Oh, my God. No. Yeah, because yeah. I think I did four sprays. Because I was like, I can't smell it. Yeah, it's making me sick just thinking about it. Yeah. I think for me, like, I've never really used to be into fragrances. But uh, what I like about it just overall is, like... So, okay, this is interesting. I read about how when it comes to human memory... Yes. As someone who has the memory of a goldfish, like scent is a number one yes. like like memory receptor. Yeah. So, you know, which makes it interesting because when you think about like survivalism, for example, like food, right? Like if you close your eyes and you smell food, like you know exactly like what it is, and it may it brings up like images. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's what I love about fragrances now too is like keeping that in mind where it's like. I want to smell good and I want people to like when they smell the smell like think of me yeah like I think that's romantic well even there was like a scientific study done saying that a lot of perfumes nowadays always add like vanilla to it because it's like rooted in like for example like your mom cooking like bakeries like cookies and like croissants or whatever Mm. and they add vanilla so it like brings you back to their childhood and like people like love that so that's why like vanilla has is like in all of these like, I don't perfumes. Really like vanilla I don't like vanilla either, yeah. but like it's a thing. Like I, I actually don't really like scents that have to do with like food. Like I think it's kind of like sugar cookie smell I know, but or like, like vanilla cupcake. Like, for like this is men we're talking about. Like yeah. they like well, love that vanilla scent for some reason. Mm. I don't particularly love it. Okay, so don't wear vanilla scent. Well, if you want a guy to love you, maybe wear it on like the first date. Like a vanilla something. Mm, well, I'm definitely going to just say I'm gatekeeping everything that I'm wearing and I'm not. This is Valentina. <laughs> this is the Valentina fragrance takeover because I'm not, I'm not putting any of you bitches on. <laughs> She's going to gatekeep gaslight. Gate- <laughs> no, we're gatekeeping all 2024. Yeah. And I would say, okay, this is actually like my favorite perfume, but it's so expensive. So I like try oh, not to wear it. Of- yeah. So okay. it's uh, Frederick Mall Portrait of a Lady. So it's a very like rose heavy this smell. This definitely is so you. Isn't yeah, it me? I always this is what your apartment smelled like. Really? Yeah. No, I Oh, this makes me happy to smell this. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. See? Exactly. Um, but I think like people would describe it as like very like sensual, very like sophisticated. It literally just reminds me of your apartment. Really? And I liked your apartment though, so it's good. Yeah, it's very Wait, like, nice. It like, makes me happy. Like I'm I'm sure for other people, like I can get the like, the sensual notes of it, but it for me it's like very like it's feminine. I'll put it that way. Like yeah. feminine, like cozy smell. Like if I could buy like, like a massive bottle of it, I would. But it's like ridiculous. That's how I felt. So, like so. my signature scent. They also have a candle for it. And like mm. literally, when I had my apartment, I would spray not only my perfume but also like I had the candle for it too. Mm. And I love that. I love that too. Yeah. I had like this also, um, like an anthropology like mushroom candle, but it smelled like leather. Mm. And I was like leather and leaves and it smelled so good. And then I was shocked to find out, and this is like my quote unquote, like funky smell, Mm. like an obscure smell, um, was Santal 33. And I didn't realize that it was also like leather. Yeah. Well, I like the, like the leathery smell. It actually smelled like leather when we came into this office building. Interesting. You remember. Oh, yeah. I was here. Sorry. No, I like that. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's, I, I kind of like the more like masculine sense, I think even like on me, mm-hmm. but I feel like, cause I wouldn't, 
I don't know if I'd say I'm like a masculine person though. I feel like for me, I do have like some masculine traits, which isn't like a bad thing, but no, but I don't think that like I like to be your personality. No, like I think that we're both like relatively feminine. Yeah, but we do have we're also Russian. Yeah, like you know we can't. I mean? help we're gonna it. be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, well, what's the other ones? That you, uh, is that a uh, replica? No, it's Joe. No, it's another oh. Joe Malone. It's not my favorite. My sister gave it to me, but it's the peony and blush peony. Oh. Okay. Oh. Do you like it? Okay, so it it's very similar to Portrait of a Lady, I would say. Really? But it has more of a lightness to it, whereas I, f- I feel like Portrait of a Lady is more musky. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I really like. I do like that. I really musk. like this one. Really? Or maybe I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's gatekeeping, yeah. you guys. Okay. And then lastly, okay, my sister has like a fragrance con- a collection that she does not touch. So I stole from this. So I stole this from her, and it's the Victoria's Secret bombshell diamond. And my mom was like, I was like thinking of like throwing away, and my mom's like, no, perfume doesn't expire. Like you're fine. But I oh, you don't like it? I don't like this one at all. It's okay. No, it's okay. No, yeah. it's fine. Does it smell like alcohol? Is it, that what? You know what? So I feel like what I like now with like this new fragrance trend is a lot of it's more. It's like derived from more like a more natural source. And I feel like with these older perfumes, like even like, you know, one that my mom wears a lot is uh, Angel by uh, Terry Mugler. Mugler. Um, so it's a very popular scent. I think back in the day, a lot of people wore it. But it, I feel like scents from like those that era, they always have that kind of like after smell mm. of, like, of the, like the alcoholy mm. kind of like. I don't want to say like mature, but like, uh, so I had those samples from Givenchy, Irresistible and Rouge. And I felt like I liked the beginning of the smell, but then the the end of the smell kind of has this like muskier, like old lady vibe to it. Yeah. There's like a certain word. Yeah. I feel like for specifically for like Juliet has a gun, not a perfume. They have the Ambroxan? How do you pronounce well, it? Well, Ambroxan, I think it's a derivative of Ambrose. Yeah, and I hate that smell. Like, <laughs> something about it just, like, irritates me. I think I just like... But I do love, like, a good, like, musky scent. I think it depends on, like, how musky we're talking. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah, like not overpowering. Because, yeah. like, I like when it kind of cancels out. Like, the one that I wear, all I'm going to say is it has notes of pink peppercorn. Mm-hmm. But it also has a very floral scent to it too. So it kind of balances out. And I think that's, I think one reason why that's like my signature scent is I feel like that's me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, like a little bit of a pink peppercorn, but <laughs> as long as it's pink, you know, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do like to, I do like to layer like perfume smells. So like one time. You gotta I'll be do- careful with that though. I knew a girl that did that and it, like I would get a headache. Oh, but I would only do, like, one spray. Just, like, a smidgen? Yeah, Yeah. just, like, very lightly. Like, for example, like, if I don't want to use, like, my portrait of a lady, like, three or two sprays, I'll do, like, one spray plus the, like, nectarine blossom. Mm. Because I feel like it'll be a good mix of the two. I will say this, though, too. I think that for all the men that are listening, my... Well, for women, I would say, like... Do you? And then for the men that are listening, like, just try not to wear too much, whatever it is. Like, at the end of the day, if you're wearing a scent that someone doesn't like, I think, like, it's almost good because then it kind of cancels out 
I guess it's another indicator of like compatibility. I 1000% wow. will die on this. But I feel like if you don't like the smell of a certain person, you just don't like that person in general. Like, for example, I went on a date with a guy. He was wearing Dior Savage. I smelt it right away. I hated him. <laughs> well, I <just laughs> Unfortunately. Like a certain kind of guy wears that. You know, when I was in middle school, I actually really liked the Axe smell. Okay, I do like the Axe yeah. smell. I think it's good, but now I think it's well, a now little bit no. overpowering. Yeah. Well, now we're cultured. Yeah. And mature. And tasteful. And tasteful. But and I feel like it's so important to, like get a sample because even if you like it on someone else it might not be like the best suited for, for you your, your skin chemistry yeah because yeah. it does like i feel like it feels smells different on certain people so it's important to like test it out long story short just uh wear what you like and the rest will follow exactly yeah. but um this was great. I think this was great uh, too. <laughs> don't forget to join us next week. We're going to go into our self-care era, mental and physical. We'll dive deep into the law of detachment, non-resistance and rejection theory, and so much more. Bye, you guys. God bless. <laughs>